Hello and welcome in once again to Matt and the Mike for what is now episode number four. So when I started this, I was going to do once a week show, and I've yet to do once a week. So I thought, why not just do it two times a week? You know, I'd love to have a a daily show, but unfortunately, this isn't my full-time job. But uh, enough about me and my daily life. There are sports to talk about. And on today's episode, I'll be diving into week two of the the Alliance of American Football, uh, checking my predictions from the NBA All-Star Weekend, the Pelicans firing Dell Demps, the chances the Lakers make the playoffs, <clears throat> and everyone's favorite topic, Colin Kaepernick, which is where I'm going to start the show. So Cap is back in the news for a few reasons this week. The first that I'll, I'll get to, the lawsuit against the NFL, which was settled on Friday. Now Eric Reed, Cap's former, uh, former teammate who kneeled with him, was also a part of the lawsuit. The settlement, by the way, is for an undisclosed amount, and uh, don't get to thinking that's just because they settled that the NFL is admitting wrong here. I don't believe there's anything wrong here. Back to Reed for just a moment. He just signed a three-year, $22 million deal with the Panthers. So this guy is getting a chance, and was actually already getting a chance, while at the same time suggesting collusion to keep him and Kaepernick from playing because of the protests. So I'm going to clear something up for anyone who's uh, who's getting the wrong idea about my, my point of view. I have zero, and I mean zero, problem with peaceful protest. Um, I never cared that these guys kneeled during the anthem. Hell, it's their right as an American to do so. But to say that Colin Kaepernick isn't in the NFL because of his views solely is ludicrous. You know, the harsh reality, he's just not that good anymore. When uh, when he came into the league, hell, I remember him at, at Nevada. He was great, and great for a few years. But then he wasn't great for a few years. It happens. He lost his starting job to Blaine Gabbert. You know, the Broncos were interested uh, in 2016, that didn't happen. But then his girlfriend uh, tweets the racist remark about uh, Steve Bishotti and cost him a chance at, at the Ravens. So let me ask you this: Why take on, why take on the headache and all the baggage of this guy when you lose your job to Blaine Gabbert? Look, you have you have many rights in this country. I, I can go, I can go to work and strike, but but I can also be replaced. You win some, you lose some. Uh, if he if he believes standing up for for racial inequality was his life's calling, then then you know by all means follow that path and and use your star power to do so. But you're not an elite quarterback anymore. He's just not. Tom Brady. Tom Brady could burn an American flag in midfield and still get a job in the NFL. You know, because he's because he's good. Because he's that good. Kareem Hunt shoved down a woman and kicked her on video. Guess who's back in the NFL a few months later? Ray Rice was over the hill when he did it. And, and guess what? His talent didn't match the headache that came with it. So... The next reason this guy's in the news 
and I'll keep it brief because I'd like to talk about someone who actually plays a sport. Kaepernick turned down an offer to play for the Alliance of American Football and reportedly did so because he wanted $20 million. And they weren't about to do that. And, and, and honestly, all I can say is it's good for them. They, they, don't, they don't need him like the NFL don't need him. But look out, because he, he may sue the Alliance of American Football, too. I can go all day and I can go all day on this, you know, I really could. But I'm not going to. And I just brought I just brought up the the Alliance of American Football, which which just had its week two. So ratings were pretty good for week one. Uh, I have to admit, I didn't get a chance to, to watch either Saturday game. I'm doing a lot of remodeling to my house. I was busy all evening, and, and which look, remodeling is great, and when you when you actually get something done and you get something accomplished, man, it's nice to really look at what you've done and, and say and say that you know I can live comfortably in this space, but it's just never over. You know, you start one thing, now I got to paint this thing, now I got to move this thing. Oh, well, that's old. I should probably replace that, too. Now it doesn't match this. It's a process. But again, I'm not going to talk about myself the whole time. One other thing, though, about remodeling. You have to have a great person, a partner, or, or whatever, whoever that you're doing it with. Like, my girlfriend is great. We we tend to agree on most everything, especially when it comes to, to this, to, to the remodeling phase that we're going through. And... You know, step one we've accomplished this weekend. It was actually really great. Um, again, I'm not going to get too far off topic. Just if you got, if you're going to do some remodeling in your in your life, have someone good to do it with. Because I do, and if you don't, you're probably going to have a hard time with it. <laughs> so, back to the Alliance of American Football. Like I said, I didn't get to watch the Saturday games. Um, the few glances I got, you know, to watch sports was uh, some of all, the All-Star Weekend, uh, and but we'll dive into that later. The first game of the Alliance of American Football on Saturday was Salt Lake Stallions traveling to Birmingham, uh, and a defensive slugfest uh, turned into a win for the Iron, who improved 2-0 on the season. Now, from what I saw after this, it was a sloppy game. There was, uh, I believe, three missed field goals from the Salt Lake kicker. Uh, that basically sealed their fate. Uh, the best game of the day was the late one. The uh, Arizona Hotshots traveled to Memphis to take on the Express. The Express coming off a, a beatdown last week. Uh, and this one started ugly as well, but the but the uh, the, the fourth quarter, though, the, the Hotshots got going. Uh, was named Justin Stockton ripped a 70-yard run. And, and I'll tell you what... Uh, Rashad Ross of Arizona, the Hot Shots wide receiver. Man, this guy is turning into a star in this league. He had three TDs, three t- three touchdowns so far in the season, two games. So we got so we got Arizona and Birmingham both now going two and zero on the season. Uh, Memphis and Salt Lake with the losses on Saturday both fell to zero and two. So even though, let's see. I'm getting a notification that we will get to here in just a little bit. Okay, 
So, <clears throat> back to where I was at, 0-2 for Memphis and Salt Lake on the season. Now, when we get to the playoff times, we're gonna, we got eight teams, so four teams get in. So even if you're 0-2 at the moment, you still got a little bit of a shot. You know, it's it's not a good thing to start 0-2, but they still got a shot. See, now Sunday, we had ourselves a game. And I told you last week on the show that I pledged my allegiance to the Orlando Apollos and Garrett Gilbert because I'm a Texas Longhorn fan. So that's that's what made me pick that team. So uh, it was a battle of unbeatens today as the Apollos traveled to San Antonio and this one, this one right here may have put the Allegiance on the map. Uh, we had a little bit of everything in this game. There were lead changes, come from behinds, we had pick sixes late, we had a strip sack fumble that put the Apollos down by 12 at one point near the end of the third quarter. Uh, Garrett Gilbert, again, had a fantastic game. He threw for nearly 400 yards. You know, I, I'm telling you guys, the rule changes too that that I'm looking at here. There's a couple things I want to get at. The the no kickoffs. I honestly haven't even noticed that there hasn't been kickoffs. Like I mean, it was. I've watched both weeks, and I really, you know, I haven't got to sit and watch, you know, beginning to end of a game. I watched most of the San Antonio game last week, but I haven't got to sit down and really watch beginning to end, like I had wanted to. I watched most of this game but I mean I'm two weeks in before I even realized you know what they're really not kicking the ball off are they it, it just doesn't hit me that way because it's it's really not that important part of a game that that one and the going for two thing is so interesting to me you know it's some people might say it's a little collegey I guess but I, th- I think it's really fun that they do that and and it makes for the it makes everything more important. So if, if you're scoring a touchdown and and you say so you get eight and the other team gets six, you know that those come into in, into uh, into play later on in the game and and it's fun for me like watching it like oh, okay well they're gonna have to go for two we're down this many points like it's fun to try to figure out how what all they got to do to come back because like I said the um, the Apollos have fell down by twelve at one point in the game. So I'm thinking, okay, you just got to get those two touchdowns. But then they kicked a field goal. So I'm thinking, okay, well, a touchdown and a two-point conversion is only 11. So now they're kind of on the – so it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to kind of do, and it's fun to watch. Um, and so you, another thing is, is the fast pace of these games that, I, that I've noticed um, have been incredible. I mean, we're looking two and a half hours pretty much and these games are over with the commercials have been uh short really short uh, i mean i stepped outside for like a minute earlier missed like nearly an entire possession but yeah the fast pace of the game seems like it's picked up there hasn't been any real brutal hits since the one uh that we had in week one i haven't seen any this week that raised any red flags to me but l- like i had mentioned before i mean this is what you sign up for this is this is a uh, Physical hard knock sport. This is what you sign up for. Um, so yeah, we we had a we even had, like I said, this game had everything, um, and and we we even had a drive there at the end. The uh, the San Antonio team and I mean they were rolling. San Antonio was rolling. 
they did get a the Apollos did and I'm a fan now I'm a new Apollo fan they did get a pass interference call that that kind of was touchy touchy so they set them up but then they kicked field goals San Antonio's defense was still playing good and they got the pick six and and then they then they got the ball back and, and put it in but they they had a chance San Antonio had a chance there at the end about three minutes left they were got down to fourth and goal they decided not to kick field goal went for it and that's another thing man it's just there's just no hesitation it seems like in the sport you know because it's new and like the Super Bowl is is up here on this high pedestal but but these guys are just they're playing for themselves you know so they're taking more risks the game's more fast-paced it's just it's really fun to watch it's it's I did not expect to like it as much as I as I have but I really do and, and this game right here was not just because I had a team that I liked it was just really 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 fun to watch just a fun football game to watch and when you actually really sit and watch a really fun football game you you think man maybe I haven't watched a whole ton of fun football games in the NFL in a while I mean stuff stuff like stuff like these games are just blowing the playoffs out of the water I didn't see a game even the good games like New England and um, Kansas City I don't think it was as good as this one it really wasn't and, I, and I'm not sure if it's just the rule changes or if it's the it's the fast pace I think it's it's mostly is but I think also and this is the reason that I'm a more of a college football fan than I am an NFL fan and it's because the kids are playing for something you know in the NFL we got guys like Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham and people who hold out and set out Le'Veon Bell who just they they don't they want to get their money they don't want to get hurt they want to get their money that's all they care about is getting their money but these guys these guys here are playing for a, a fraction of that taking big hits just for their chance to get a sniff of what Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell or Odell Beckham have you know and and that's the same way with college football and that's why I like it so much is because these guys these guys go out there and they really really play for it you know they play hard every every week because they're trying to prove something guys in the NFL they seem like they only want to play hard when they're playing for a new contract some guys are not like that not all of them but there there are the few and I told I talked about Antonio Brown on my last show about how you know I wouldn't even want him it's just it's a it's a cancer waiting to happen but these guys play really hard and and I and I like watching it and they're playing for something and man Garrett Gilbert he was not the greatest Texas quarterback I was a fan of him because I'm a fan of Texas but he wasn't the greatest Texas quarterback but man I really hope he gets a shot he's really I mean he was throwing dimes you know like these passes are he's he's really throwing the ball well so hopefully once this season's over I know this is kind of like a like a an NFL thing like to a degree some of the some of the um players coaches and things like that have the ties to the NFL but and, and another thing just just real quick you're going to show these games like the late games uh, the the uh, San Diego Fleet beat the Atlanta Legend twenty four to twelve. Now I didn't get to watch that game, and the reason I didn't get to watch that game was on the NFL Network, which I don't have the NFL Network. I do have the CBS Sports, but 
the package I have doesn't include the NFL Network. For whatever, and I've seen a lot of people complain about this. So, but you're going, you're, but you can't get on ESPN and find out the scores of these games. Like you have to, like I've just been Google searching whether the game's still on or not, because like you, it's you're basically oblivious to these games. Yet they want to attach the NFL's name to it, and they want to put that these teams like. Uh, certain teams, I guess, are affiliated with certain teams. So, like, uh, the the Birmingham Iron is affiliated with, like, the Patriots and Steelers. I know San Antonio is affiliated with, like, the Cowboys and Eagles and so on and so forth. San Diego is the, the Chargers, I believe, and somebody else. But you don't want to make it accessible on the ESPN app for some reason, yet you're playing them on the NFL Network. That I just really don't understand. So I didn't get to watch the Atlanta Legends game. Uh, with San Diego Fleet, I do have an issue uh, with, with, with the Alliance of American Football, and it's the lack of uniforms. I didn't realize going into week one that every team was just going to have one uniform, which wouldn't be a huge deal, except for the San Diego Fleet are like a gray with gold team, and the Atlanta Legends are purple with like, well... San Diego is more of like a gray and yellow, and the Atlanta team is more is like a purple and gold, and those just it looked hideous together. And then you got Orlando. Last week I was wondering about this. They were the home team wearing white jerseys, and this week they're the away team that they only have the white jerseys. So I'm sure it's something that'll get fixed later on. But you would think if you're starting an entire football league, you can have more than one jersey. Can can we just maybe do that? You know, maybe throw in a blue on Apollos or something like that, or you know, a white jersey for for San Diego or, or well, it would have been a white jersey for Atlanta. Whoever's whoever's the away team, can they wear a white jersey plate? Either way, San Diego went to one on one. They actually had a uh, a tough loss last week to the same San Antonio Commanders team that the Apollo beat this week. Now, I, I believe these are from what I've seen so far. I would say that the Apollo. And San Antonio are probably the top two teams. I'm not sure. Birmingham's looked pretty good as well. But the way San Antonio handled the fleet, I think the legends, though, I think are going to be the uh, bottom of the barrel. They they don't they don't look so well. They got destroyed by the Apollos last week, 46, and they took a 24-12 loss this week. So they moved 0-2, the Atlanta Legends. Uh, San Diego fleet back to 1-1. One one. Uh, let's see. And the Commanders dropped to one and one. The Apollo stayed perfect on the season at two and zero. Oh. So enough football. Let's switch to the weekend of the NBA, kicking it off for the festivities of All Star Weekend. Dell Demps was fired as the GM of the Pelicans. And look, this may have uh, come either way. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I blame him for the you know the AD trade deadline trauma crap. Uh, Although, if the Lakers offered what was reported, which I heard that maybe they didn't offer as much as they actually actually was reported, and he was nuts not to take that offer. Uh, one, one reason for that is Kyle Kuzma, who started off the weekend scoring 35 points and being named MVP of the Rising Stars game. Now, I don't, I don't put a lot into this because it's just, you know, no defense and lob dunks, but, but hey, he got the most still. I'd... Uh, I, and I did I did pick the U.S. team to win this game, and they did also. 
I had Ray Allen for MVP of the Celebrity Game. I'm not sure if he actually won the MVP uh, or not, but I know that he, he he looked pretty sharp. He hit some hit some deep threes. Actually, they count as fours in the Celebrity Game or something. I didn't actually watch the game. I watched a little bit of the Rising Stars game, but not too much. Like I said, busy all weekend. Now the skills competition, I had the Aaron Fox and uh, was bummed out. Trey, I watched actually got to watch his run. And uh, Trey Young, he nearly a half-court shot and beat him. De'Aaron Fox was way out ahead of him. But Trey came up from behind, threw a, threw a long one in. Jason Tatum actually ended up winning the skills competition, so congrats are in order for Jason Tatum. Had a pretty good weekend. He, I think he scored 30 in the Rising Stars game. He also said this weekend that the Boston Celtics were going to be in the NBA Finals, which... Yeah, I, it's probably a little early to predict them for me, but I don't. I just I don't see them going there. I really don't. I think the Sixers are probably more complete at this point. I know that the Celtics have kind of owned them, but I think you get them in a seven-game series and it might change because I believe the addition of Tobias Harris was huge, huge, and and look, the Toronto Raptors. I. Look, I wrote them last year. I was like, you know what? I think the Toronto Raptors are actually going to do it this year. Uh, get a little further, and they, they didn't. But now they got Kawhi Leonard. They're playing a lot better. They picked up Marcus Saul, which was huge, huge at the trade deadline. They're the team to beat probably in the East at the moment. So, enough on that little tangent that I wasn't even going to talk about. I just I just saw before you know I started this that Tatum had said that they were going to go to the finals, but, you know, that's what you're supposed to say. I mean, what was he going to say? All right, so the three-point shootout, we move on. It was actually fairly entertaining, uh, and I was wrong once again. Yeah, I picked Curry, of course, and I thought if not Curry, you know, Devin Booker killed it last year, but that did not happen either. I didn't get to watch all this. I did. I actually did get to see Joe Harris's uh, his initial run. Um and he did look pretty sharp, and I thought, man, he, he really has got a chance in this, and he did. He came out of nowhere, but, well, I shouldn't say he came out of nowhere. He's, he actually is a big-time three-point shooter, uh, one of the best percentages in the league, but, you know, he's probably the least known guy in there. We didn't get to see our our Curry, Curry final the way that I wanted, <clears throat> but, you know, all in all, it was entertaining. I liked uh, Dirk. Dirk actually had a pretty decent run. Uh, he didn't get him quite to fall, but we got a little more coverage on him here in just a few minutes from the All-Star game. But before we do that, the dunk contest, and uh, the only reason I really want to talk about this is <laughs> is that Diallo did win it, and I correctly predicted that. So I had Team USA, I had Diallo, and did I have something else? Hmm. Uh, no, I don't know. I had a couple things right, not not too many, not too many, but the All Star Weekend. A lot of people were just goofing off. It's hard to really predict, but Diallo did uh, pull off the Vince Carter. He had the uh, he did one of his windmill dunks, and he kind of mixed them up and did a Vince Carter Dwight Howard Superman thing where he he pulled the uh, pulled the the jersey open and he had the the Superman logo on it and he jumped over Shaq and had left his arm in the in the rim, which was pretty cool. Uh, it was it was definitely the best dunk of the night. Uh, he did it pretty well. 
he did win that. Uh, I think Shaq's reaction to the dunk was probably better. If you haven't seen it, go just, you know, get on anywhere that, that shows NBA highlights or Google it, whatever you want to do. It was actually a pretty decent dunk, but the other ones, I wouldn't really waste my time on that. Okay. So I did I did fairly well with my predictions. I got a couple of those right. Um, so that puts us to the NBA All-Star Game, which actually just wrapped up here recently when I'm recording this. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm recording this, and uh, Team LeBron actually did pull out the victory. Uh, 178 to 164. Um, I don't know if they're named. I haven't seen whether they're named an MVP or not. I know that I know that Kevin Durant had like 30 points. LeBron was, had 19 and 8. Uh, but, yeah, they won by 14. They were down, shoot, by like 20 at one point in the game. Like most of the game it was just – and I actually watched basically all this whole thing until the last couple minutes here. When Team LeBron took a, took a pretty big lead with a couple minutes left. So it was mostly just, you know, the usual, just dunks and people blow bys. And, you know, Team Giannis was hitting their threes. Middleton went on a stretch where he was just drilling them. I think he, he had over 20 points. Uh, the highlight of the All-Star game for me, there's two things. One thing that you should probably look up is the uh, – Steph Curry bounced a pass that went up to the top of the backboard. And Giannis went up and got it and dunked it. That was pretty impressive. And the other thing was Dirk Nowitzki, who checked into the game, stayed in the game for about three minutes. The whole the whole game, he was in for three minutes that I saw. And he shot three threes, made every single one of them, and just walked off the floor. That was one of the best things that I saw all weekend, just getting to see him out there. And I've had people complain. I've heard people complain about him and Wade getting in there and, like, they don't deserve it and all this stuff. But, look, that, that's what makes the NBA so fun. That's what makes the NBA is not so full of themselves the way that other sports are that they'll they'll allow things like this to happen. And the other guys in the NBA are okay with it happening because, because that's what this weekend is about. It's about these guys, and it's about celebrating careers, not just – not just the the year it was, but it's about celebrating, you know, the NBA. So I was happy with that. I got a I got a big smile on my face watching watching Dirk come out there and knock down three, knock down three shots in a row. Uh, but Team LeBron did pull it out. The fourth quarter was um, was actually pretty defensive. So Kevin Durant got going, LeBron got going, Kyrie was going, Steph Curry was missing every shot he took. And Team LeBron, like I predicted, so I did get three predictions right, came away with the win in the end when they finally start deciding, decided to start playing. So, <clears throat> don't know who the MVP yet is of the game. If I get a notification on that, because it's on in the other room, not watching it. If I get a notification of that, then I will let you know. But by the time you hear this, you'll probably already know. So, Jumping from Team LeBron to LeBron's team, the L.A. Lakers, and the big question. Will they make the playoffs? So initially, I think they have to, you know, right? They've got LeBron James. He's always in the finals. He's like eight or nine straight now. They're two games out of eighth in the loss column. So they're, I think, a couple out of games in the win column. 
I think they have 24 or 25, maybe 26 games left. So they, they've got some favorable, favorable games in there. Uh, it looked like they had the Knicks, maybe the Hawks once or twice. I think they had uh, – I can't remember the other. They, they had a couple, like probably seven or eight games that I saw that are literally must-wins. The only bad part that I saw in their schedule remaining is that they end the season. Listen to this. Thunder, Warriors, Clippers, Jazz, and the Trailblazers. You cannot afford to lose games against the Knicks, the Hawks, or the Suns. I mean, not one of those games, you know, (laughs) can you lose. You can't lose any of those have to win games. You can't. I mean, they're going to have to reel off probably 16, 17 wins. They're going to have to. Because because you think things are bad now? I mean, as a Laker fan myself, you know, I thought the playoffs were a lock. And they are anything but at this point. I still believe they will get in. But, hold on a second. Nah, it's just LeBron James lobbed one up to Dwayne Wade or something like that in the All-Star game. I don't know how that's news. I really I really don't know how that's news. Either way. So I still believe they will get in. But but if but if they're the 8 seed and they're getting swept in the first round cuz they're going to be on against the Warriors uh unless the Nuggets make a crazy run or something like that. So, and listen. If if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, man, I may have to do a whole show on that. You know, the disappointment of that and what that would do to LeBron's legacy as the possible greatest of all time. That's, you know, whether he thinks he's got enough talent right now or what, they, he's got more talent than he's had before and made it. So does he still have it in himself to take this team where they need to be? And as a Laker fan... If they go to the playoffs and put up a fight in the first round against a top four team, then I necessarily, I don't know if I'd necessarily be satisfied, but I would feel something. You know, if <laughs> you, you have to, if you got LeBron, who's supposed to be the best player in the, in the world, and he would tell you right now that he is, you have to make the playoffs. Well, folks gonna do it for me uh make sure to check me out on my facebook page uh it's just at matt and mike and i'm here on anchor primarily but they distribute to other other podcast sites takes a day or two sometimes so when i release this it's just if you want to listen then it's better just have anchor or just to check out my facebook page because i'll just share it on there and you just hit the button it'll take you straight to it but it does it does share on other platforms as well. I'm not sure. You know, I think the one I put out last week went to like at least seven or eight different places. So I mean, you could just Google Matt and the Mike, and I'm sure it'll pop up something. Um, so, but be sure you, if you if you like the page, support it. Uh, check out my page, like it, share it, and uh, thanks for re- listening to me. And I hope uh, you have a wonderful rest of your day or night, whatever it may be. For Matt and Mike, for Matt and Mike, this is Matt signing off.